Welcome to the Author's Way podcast, a journey to finding your voice. I believe that our stories are powerful. Our experience have helped to teach us important lessons and our stories help us to use those lessons to teach others. Stay tuned to hear some great stories and learn how you can use your own stories to raise your professional profile, promote your brand and become a published author. Hey there, welcome to the Author's Way podcast, the journey to finding your voice. Before we get started with the podcast, I wanted to let you know that this is a new feature that we're going to be, that's going to be available on the podcast. So it's a Q&A session. We're going to be doing this about once a month. And not only will it be an episode on the podcast, it'll actually be a live session that you can participate in if you would like. So there's a couple of ways that you can participate. If you have a question about book writing or any kind of writing or publishing, you can go to my website, execurite.com, and click on Ask the Author. There's a form that you can fill out to submit any questions that you have about, about your book or about getting started to write a book or publish a book. If you would like to participate in the live session, you can also in the show notes, you will see a link to an Eventbrite. You can use that link to sign up for the session. These are going to be monthly sessions, so you will get on the notification list so that you can have the information to participate in one or all of the all of the live sessions. Those sessions will be recorded and will become one of the podcast episodes. So I'm very excited about this. I think it'll give us an opportunity to really have some great conversations about book writing and publishing. So take a look at the show notes, grab those links and send information or get signed up to participate. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey there, welcome to The Author's Way. This is where we talk about everything related to book writing and publishing. And so today we're going to go through a Q&A session. So over the last few months, I have received quite a few questions. I've received them through my website, through different events that I've participated in. And so what I wanted to do was I wanted to take three or four of those questions today share with you what my answers are. So hopefully this will be something that will help you in your book writing or publishing or any kind of writing journey. So we'll go ahead and get started and feel free to leave comments, leave reviews, leave comments, go over to the Facebook, the Author's Way Facebook group, join that. You can provide any feedback that you'd like there as well or additional questions. So, all right. So the first question we have is, how do I increase my writing presence on LinkedIn? So this is a great question. I love this question. This is something for someone who is writing in on their writing journey. So if you're writing a book, if you're writing blogs, if you're writing articles, or you're creating anything really, even if you're creating videos or you're creating podcasts, you are creating content and that content can then be used any way you would like on social media. So for instance, I, I, I always use the example of writing a, a leadership book. If I'm writing a leadership book and I don't even have to have the book published yet, I could be in the process of writing it. 
So as I'm writing my book, maybe there's a really good topic I'm writing about on hiring, how to, how to find really great resources, how to, maybe there's a section in the book about how to define your role and what you need. Maybe there's a section in the book about how to interview. All of those topics can become articles for LinkedIn or can become posts for social media. And you may hear me talk a lot about building your community. This is a great way to build your community. So, so there are really kind of three elements that we need to successfully publish a book and to successfully, if you want to use your book to promote your business or promote you in some way. So we need the book, we need the community, and we need whatever it is that we're promoting. So for instance, if it's a program that you have. So what you want to do is as you're writing the book, you pull out topics that you're writing about. And it's totally fine if you're maybe even revealing a little bit of information with the book. It's just creating interest. So you can take that information from the book, that topic. And now you have an article that you can write and share on LinkedIn. Now you have a post that you can put on Facebook if you use Facebook for to promote your business. You can put it on Instagram. You can use it on lots of different social media outlets. So now what you're doing is you're getting more people seeing the great skills and experiences that you have. You're sharing that information. You can use your stories in the article. You can use your, your expertise in the article. So you write an article for LinkedIn and you invite people into your community. So I encourage a lot of people to have some kind of community presence on social media. You can build a group in LinkedIn or a page in LinkedIn. You can build a group or a page in Facebook and you can invite people as people read your article. You can invite them to join those community. And there's even some external or some sites outside of social media, outside of Facebook and LinkedIn and, and kind of the most well-known social media. There's some sites where you can kind of build additional community platforms. So as you put this information out there, you invite people to join your community and you're building, as you build out that community, you're building out more people who are your fans more people who are going to be interested when you get ready to launch your book. And then that community can also become great legion for you, for your program or your business or whatever it is that you're promoting. So, so it's really kind of that three-pronged approach where you use your book to build your community, you use your community to build, your, build out the audience for your book, and you use both of them to start to become interested in what it is that you have to offer. So definitely as you're writing your book, look for that great content that you think can become an article on LinkedIn or a post on Facebook or any other social media platform you're using. So then if you already have a book published, then start going through the book, start going through the book and flagging areas, different topics that you have you can pull out and create, create an article. And it's totally okay if you just pull the information directly from your book. It's all your content. So it's not like you have to ask anyone permission unless it's someone else has helped you with the book or it's a compilation book. As long as it's content that you wrote and it's published under your name and it's copyrighted by you, 
you can use that content on social media, on LinkedIn. And I would even recommend you have some kind of a regular schedule. So you post, you can post once a week, a couple of times a month, however you do that. It's just going to help to build your presence. And then I have a couple of friends who have recently, so even if you have your book already published, I have a couple of friends who have recently, one recently did it, another one is in the process of doing a relaunch of the book. You can do a second edition or you can just relaunch the book and it gives you a chance to get the, the ratings back up on the book, gives you a chance to get attention to the book again. And you can even schedule like some book signings or some other interesting social activities to go along with the book and continue to raise your visibility and continue to, to increase your audience by doing that. So there are so many ways that you can use the content out of your book. Don't let the book become stale. Don't let it just sit on the shelf. You can really use that content to, to bring yourself more visibility. Even if the book is a few years old, still use it. And as you use it, let people know that this is maybe an excerpt from your book and send them to Amazon or send them wherever your book lives to purchase a copy. So, you know, it never hurts to continue to, to promote it even if it's been around for a while. So, I mean, those are some different ways. You already have that content and why not use it? So, and LinkedIn is a great place, especially if you're in the business world and a lot of your network is on LinkedIn. And if you don't have a lot of, a lot of network on LinkedIn, it can really help you build a larger presence on LinkedIn. So use that content. All right, next question. How do I find more time to write? All right. So this is a challenge I think a lot of writers face. So most of us are not full-time writers. Most writers are doing it as a side gig, or you're doing it in your spare time, or maybe you have an opportunity. Maybe you have an opportunity. Maybe if you know, you're per between jobs or something, something else is going on, you might have an opportunity to, to write more. So I think the biggest challenge with, I find a lot of times that when someone says I don't have time to write, that's not always the biggest problem. That is a, something we tell ourselves because we find time to do other things. Now, I am not saying that there aren't people out there that truly don't have time. We all have very, very business lot, busy lives. If you have kids, uh, if you have little kids, especially, if you have kids in different activities, you may have a lot of running around to do as a parent. If you have, you know, jobs are not 40 hours, are they rarely are 40 hours anymore? And then you, you take, you know, your 50, 60 hour a week job and you add it to your family responsibilities. I get that. There's lot of responsibilities that most of us carry now. But I also find that it's not necessarily a matter of time. Sometimes it's a matter of energy. I found that myself. I was working a lot. I was trying to get the writing business started. I would get home or actually I was working at home, but I would be finished with the job responsibilities for the day. And it may, may have been like seven or eight o'clock. And I was just exhausted. I didn't have the energy a lot of days to work on 
my book or to work on the, the writing business. So I get that. It's, you may have the time, but then if you're very low on energy, writing is such a mind, it's such mind work that if you're very low on energy, writing is, can be very hard. You may sit and like search your brain for something to write about, or maybe you've got a topic, but the words aren't coming. So a lot of times the idea of not having time to write is more about your energy level. So there's a few things that you can do for that. And it really depends on your situation, but maybe you find a different time of the day. So if you're trying to write at the end of the day, after you're finished with all of your responsibilities and that's not happening, maybe there's an opportunity to set your alarm clock in the morning for an extra 30 minutes earlier. And when you're just waking up and you're a little bit fresher, maybe that's a better time to write for you. A lot of times it's all about finding the right time for you. What works for me may not necessarily work for you. So these are just some things you can try. So maybe 30 minutes earlier in the morning, um, maybe you can find a time before the kids are up or the spouse is up when things are still a little bit quieter. If that doesn't work, if you get a lunch break during the day, maybe you can bring your lunch and, and instead of taking an hour lunch, you take 30 minutes. I would recommend if you try to, if you try to do writing at work, if you're in an office or in a location, you step away from where you're working. Because if you can't step away from, if you don't step away from where you're working, your work will draw you back in. So find a break room, find an empty office, go outside and find a bench. So as long as you're, if you're sitting like at your desk, it may be difficult to switch your mind off of what you've been doing to the writing that you need to do, because likely those are very different things. If that doesn't work, then set aside a Saturday or a Sunday and set aside a couple of hours on a Saturday or a Sunday. You may have to do it early in the morning or late in the evening. You have to have kids at a time that the kids aren't around. Also, it might be helpful to find a spot to, that you can go that's quiet. I was at, so, so most of you know I live in Atlanta I was at the Botanical Gardens this past weekend, the Atlanta Botanical Gardens. And as my friend and I were walking around, we found these little hidden spots that have benches and you know flowers, of course, all around, plants all around. And no one was around there. And this was a Saturday. No one was in that area. The nice little quiet, little hidden away nook that, you know, it made me think, oh my gosh, this would be a great place to come right. I also, there's also a park near here with a walking trail that goes down by, there's a stream and there are these benches there. So that would be a perfect place to go, right? So you can always find little hidden places at parks, at walking trails. You know, you might even find something, you know, a, a playground at a, at a little park or something as, you know, as long as it's kind of quiet or it's the type of environment that you can easily work in. You may actually do well in a, in a noisier environment. Coffee shops are great. Tea shops. I used to go to restaurants 
but I would go in the part of the day when the restaurant wasn't busy. So like after lunch. And I found those were, you know, those were great places to go. So, so really kind of think about what the challenge really is. Is it really that you don't have time or is it more about your energy level? Is it more about the place that you're trying to write? Is it too noisy? Is it just not the type of environment that you need? Or is it, and in some cases, this is the case, is it that you have a fear around sharing your information and what you're telling yourself is, I don't have time. If that's the case, maybe you could use a little bit of meditation before you sit down and write, or maybe you need to do, there's some great hypnotherapists out there that do great work around mindset and, you know, being able to really change how you think about what you're trying to accomplish. You know, that's a great, that's a great resource. Or, you know, maybe just a little bit of positive self-talk. So really kind of think about the reason that you're, what the real reason is. And if it truly is time, then, you know, I tell people, maybe it's a matter of priorities because the things are important to us, we find time for. I love telling the story of Maya Angelou. You have probably heard it before. She was so committed to writing her first book that she took note cards with her everywhere she went. And every time she had five minutes, even if she was stopped at a red light, she would pull out the note cards and she would jot down ideas or she would write something. So, you know, if you have a real commitment to get your writing done, to get your book done, there are ways to find to do it. If you feel like you're still struggling, Head over, if you're not part of the, if you're not part of the group, please join the group, the group on Facebook, The Author's Way, or reach out to me directly. And the information is, is on the site. And, you know, there may be some other ways that I can help you to, you know, to get past whatever the block is, is keeping you from, from moving forward. All right. That was a great question. I love that. Next question. What if you don't want to write your book? but you know what, you have a great story. So this is tied a little bit. It's kind of a similar question to the first one, but, but just a little bit. So you don't have to write a book. You don't have to do anything, quite honestly. But if you know you have a great story to share and you want to find a way to do that, there are lots of alternatives. So one thing is you can use social media. So say you have your story and you want to tell it or you want to share some expertise or you want to kind of let the world know a little bit more about who you are. Social media, particularly LinkedIn, is a great resource for that. So LinkedIn has this great feature called article, write an article. So you go on LinkedIn and you can write an article where you share your story, you share your expertise. You could write a series of articles and put them out maybe once a week. If you have a website, you can start a blog and part, start putting out pieces of your story on your blog. You don't have to have a website to do that. WordPress is a great resource just to write blogs. So just go create an account on WordPress. Or there's other resources out there for blogging. A lot of the social media sites you can use as kind of a blog as well. So don't thing that if you don't want to take on the task of writing a book, and I know for a lot of people, a book seems like a daunting task. It seems big. 
It seems complex. So don't feel like you have to take on that project. Although I can tell you, it's not as hard as you think it is. It can be a lot simpler. However, if you want to start out with a blog or if you want to start out with a series of articles, or you don't even have to do that, you can do a series of videos. If you don't want to write, if writing is one of the things you think you're not good at and you don't want to write, do a series of videos, put them on YouTube and you know push them out into social media that way. You can start a podcast. I started a podcast six months ago and it's been, you know, it's been great. You know, there's, are just recordings. There's lots and lots of ways to get your story out there without necessarily writing a book. Once you do that though, once you start putting your story out and start, you know, sharing your expertise and your skills, you actually start to create content that can then become a book. So say, for instance, you start a blog and in a year, maybe you do, you're doing it once every two weeks. In a year, you now have 24 blogs. So you're doing it twice a month. In a year, you've got 24 blogs, 26 blogs, however, however you're doing it. Those 20-something blog posts can now become quite a bit of content for a book. So now you've got a lot of content that you've created. Then you can go through it and, and maybe you have enough for a book right there. And you're, you know, after writing blogs for a year, you now have a book that you can, you can publish as a book. And that's totally acceptable. And it's, it's actually kind of fun because you may see from the time you start your blog to the a year later, there's a progression of the content. Your writing gets better. The content that you're putting out there gets better. The you'll you'll see a difference from from where you start to where you end. You'll see your story start to really emerge through that. So then you've got an opportunity now to take all that great content and turn it into a book, which is a fantastic idea. I always love it when someone comes to me and says, you know, I want to write a book. I've been working on this blog for a while, or I've got all these articles, or I've got training content that I've been using, or anyone who has any kind of content. When they come to me and start want to start talking about a book, I get so excited because now we've already got a lot of content that we can start with. And then it's just a matter of really kind of going through it and filling in the filling in the, the blank spots, filling in the gaps. So that is a great way to progress. And it gives you a really great opportunity to practice your writing. So, you know, writing once a week or writing three or four days a week, you really practice and the way you tell stories start to emerge and the way that you share information starts to emerge and you really start to find your voice and can start to have a lot of fun with it. This, you know, the podcast has been so much fun for me. I have had an opportunity to talk to such great people. So I never would have thought a year ago that this would be something I'd be doing constantly and finding new people to talk to and and learning about you know other people's way of writing and and their approaches and so I mean it's just and you can do that for yourself as you do blogs a great way to create content is to interview people so you find some really interesting people to interview and that can become 
you know, great content for your blog and, and could eventually become great content for your book. So just, you know, just keep writing. And every time you sit down to write, it doesn't have to be profound or it may even be something that you set aside and never publish, but it, it's practice and it's just helping you to become a better writer. So, so I, I find that to be such a great way to develop your skills. And it also helps you become more comfortable and confident in sharing your story. A lot of people get nervous about sharing their story, but the more you write about your story, and maybe in the beginning, maybe the first few blogs, you're just sharing a little bit about yourself. You don't have to go full board, you know, I'm just going to dump everything out and, you know, open up, open up the curtain and let everybody see what's inside. Maybe you just start out with a little bit. And as you get more comfortable and more confident in yourself and more confident in your writing skills, you get better at sharing more and more information. So it's, it's just a great way to build your confidence and your writing skills and your ability to share who you are and what you know and, and what you have to teach people. So just write, just write. It doesn't have to be a book. It doesn't have to be something profound, but just write and you'll get better and you'll get more confident. All right, last question for today. How many books can you work on at a time? You know, that that's, oh my gosh, that's a, that's a very personal question. Of course, I do this full time. So I, for myself, I have two of my own books that I'm working on and then three client books that I'm pretty ingrained in right now. They're at different levels. Some are in the editing process. Some are in the creation process. And then I have one other book that is just now getting started. So for myself, that's about six. But like I said, I'm doing this full time. Most people that are doing it part-time, I would say probably, especially if you're a beginner, probably focus on one right now. There is a great method. I'll share, with, share it with you in, in just a minute that you can, you can have multiple books going at the same time, but there's a certain method I want you to follow for that though, if, if that's what you want to do. So, but really think about it, especially if it's your first book, really think about the purpose of your book, meaning what information do you want to share what do you want it to do for your audience and who your audience is? So really think about who your audience is and what, the, what you want the book to do for that audience. Also think about once the book is published, how do you want to use it? Do you want to, are you wanting to just sell books to kind of create another revenue stream? Do you want to use the book to help build a business, to help build a community, to help promote something, a program, something, a product, something like that. And do all of that. Really think about all of that before you get started. If you're already started, that's okay. But go back and think a little bit about all of those questions. Then really go through the process of outlining your book and focus on the one book initially. If you get stuck, then it's totally okay to have another project to and maybe it's a, a series of articles you're writing, or you maybe you want to you want to get started with book number two. I use multiple projects to help battle writer's block. If I'm working on one project and I get stuck, my brain is not coming up with new ideas, or I'm you know just really kind of blocked. 
I work on another project. And it can be any kind of, sometimes I'll work on a house project. It can be any kind of project. It doesn't have to be another writing project. I use multiple writing projects because that's what I do is I write. Um, I use multiple writing projects. So if I get stuck on one book that I'm working on and I'm really having a hard time, I go work on another book because it, it changes my focus and it just gives my, my brain a break for a little bit. So that would be the only reason I would say you might have more than one writing project at a time. I would caution against more than one book project at a time. Maybe you have another article that you're writing, or maybe you have some other content that you're writing, and that's okay. Books are just larger projects, and you don't want to you don't want to distract yourself too much because if you if you do that, you may end up having both books take you you know three years to finish. So so I would caution about having multiple books going. Now here's the one exception especially if you've already written at least one book and you're already kind of familiar with the process. There is a great writer by the name of Ryan Holiday. Um, he wrote the book, um, The Obstacle is the Way, and he has multiple books and is continuing to, to develop more books. So this is his method. He schedules a book. He has decided that it's going to take him three years to write a book. He spends one year on research. Now, his books are very research-based. So a lot of the information comes from him, but he also does a lot of research. So The Obstacle of the Way is about Marcus Aurelius and his philosophies. So he did a lot of research on Marcus Aurelius to develop this book. So he spends one year on research, one year on writing, and one year on marketing. So that's his method. Now, if you've done this and you understand the book writing process, you could follow a method like that. So you could have, for instance, you could have three books going at a time. So you could have one book that's in research, one book that's in writing, and one book that's in marketing and be working on those at the same time. My biggest caution on that, however, is especially if you're doing this in your spare time. If you have more than one book in progress, you run the risk of all of the books taking much longer than you originally thought. Because say you've given yourself a year to write your book. And before you're, that year is up and before the book is finished, you start another book. Now your focus gets split and you, you don't spend the amount of time you should to get the first book finished because you're focusing on the second book. And the main reason I would caution against that is that it can become very frustrating if you set a time limit for yourself to get your book finished and now you've started something else that distracts you from that. So I would say, unless you are very skilled at you've written at least one book or you've written multiple books already, I would really focus on one. And get that one done and celebrate that it's success. And then at that point, you, you know more about the process. You don't have to learn as much for the second book. You might can start peppering in some additional content during the process. So my ultimate advice is focus on one book. You can always have other projects going on, but focus on one book and get it done, celebrate it get it out to your audience and really get a chance to have a good time with it. 
it can be a lot of fun. There's no reason to put so much pressure on yourself to get too much done at one time and really enjoy the process, really enjoy the success of getting it launched, really enjoy the success of sharing it with your your friends, your family, your fans. And then once you've done that, then start the next book. And it will go much more quickly because you'll know a lot more at that point. All right. So that's all the questions for today. I am really, really looking forward to the next Q&A session. The next Q&A session will be live, um, live recorded. So we'll have people on the session with us. So, you know, head over to the show notes or head over to the to the notes from, from this recording, grab the link to the Eventbrite, head over to the website, put your questions in the Ask the Author page on the website if you have a question that you would like answered on one of the Q&A sessions. And I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day. Thank you so much. And this has been The Author's Way. Thank you for listening to The Author's Way podcast. I'd love to hear from you about any future topics you'd like me to cover or other authors you would like to hear from. Head over to my Facebook page, The Author's Way, like that page, and join a community of writers, authors, and fans. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next time.